0: tater tots welcome back to another episode of topics of taboo the raw and honest podcast where we unpack educate and attempt to erase the stigma surrounding taboo topics my 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 it has been a hot minute literally fam oh it's been a while i apologize for my absence without leave (laughs) um I kind of wanted to dedicate an episode to exactly what's been going down in my life because I am super transparent and I try to be super honest, open, and transparent on all my social medias, um, including this, because I do speak quite openly on this podcast. And I just feel like I owe it to you guys. I feel like you you feel like family to me. And I love it when creators that I am subscribed to or listen to or watch... um, come on and sort of apologize for stuff they don't need to apologize for but they do anyway um and that's kind of what I'm doing I understand that I don't have to apologize for not uploading for a few weeks in fact I don't have to explain myself ever but I will because I think it's important and I think it's important to talk about not being okay which is exactly what I've been going through I've not been okay um and yeah, I just sort of wanted to share that with you guys and let you know that it's it's okay not to be okay um, and just to take some time for yourself because that is super duper important. It's important to put yourself first. And yeah, I've been going through a lot of shit, so I'm going to detail that for you in this episode. Um, rest assured, I have some juicy episodes coming up. I actually recorded two fresh episodes yesterday with Kaya. She's been on the podcast before. You guys absolutely love her and we just have... Good potty chemistry, you know. So that's coming. We did one on endometriosis. Um, she's been diagnosed with it. We speak about her symptoms, symptoms other women can have. Um, and that periods shouldn't be painful, sex shouldn't be painful, all those sorts of things we cover and answer some of your questions. And then in the other episode we talk about sexual health and sex um, and we play Flex Mummy's new card game called Let's Talk About Sex. Um, It was a bunch of fun and I'm so excited to edit those for you and they will go live in the coming weeks. I just thought I needed to do a episode in between just in the interim to explain where I've been. Okay, so I have previously spoken about my gut issues in other episodes, but I've been healing my gut or trying to heal from a few things wrong in my gut for about two months now. Um, And I was basically told that I have a parasite in my gut and an overgrowth of bacteria and all my good bacteria is pretty much diminishing, barely there. So all the bad bacteria is taking over, making me feel lethargic, anxious, bloated, in pain, um, just a mess mood swingy, all of that good stuff. So I've been dealing with that and that was fine. But at the same time, I was put on these meds and this super duper restrictive diet and it just wasn't good for me. It actually affected me more than I ever thought possible. Um, It tore me to pieces. (laughs) Like the diet, the more and more I think about it, the more fucked I realize it is. And, And diet, how much diet actually plays a role in our mental health. You wouldn't actually think about it because most people don't think about what they eat that often or have to unless you're celiac or unless you have a food intolerance or something severe like that. You don't actually realize how much of a mental strain not being able to eat the foods that you normally would love to. And I'm not even talking like bad foods. Obviously we love our comfort foods. Most people like, if they're feeling like shit, they might go and eat a chocolate bar. I'm not even talking about that. I obviously couldn't do that, but I couldn't even like go downstairs and have some healthy pasta or have an apple or or have most fruit or have... Most fruits that I would put in a smoothie, so even from a healthy standpoint, there wasn't much that I could eat, and that slowly, slowly, started eating away at me um, more than I thought. Like my body adjusted very quick. My body was like, okay, you can't eat that. That's fine, and it was fine with what I was eating, and that was good, and I was bloating less, and that was fantastic. But as each day went on, my mental health got worse, and I didn't. I put it down to, oh yeah, it's candy to die off. It's it's me doing all this stuff you know, helping my body. And that's why I'm feeling so anxious because it's working. And then no, (laughs) um, it just wasn't. Uh, so I was dealing with all of this. I was very stressed. I would cry. Okay. For those of you who don't know me, I do not cry. I'll cry once a year. If that, I, I don't cry. I get really sad and I get anxious and I get stressed, but I don't cry often. And on that diet, I was crying at least like minimum twice a week. I've ne- the amount of times I've cried in front of my partner now, <laughs> we've only been we've barely been together for a year. I think the amount of times in my entire life I cried more on this diet in front of him than I have in my entire life. And that was like another wake-up call. I was telling one of my best friends who's living overseas at the moment. And I was telling her how much I'd been crying, how many breakdowns I was having. And she was like, Megs, this isn't you. This isn't normal. You need to do something about it. (laughs) Um, And yeah, I had a few bad flare-ups in the last week before I went for my follow-up appointment. I had a day where I was in bed until about 1 p.m. I couldn't get out of bed. I was in so much pain. I wasn't hungry. I had no appetite. I was like, what is this? I had a première to go to that night and I was really upset because I was like, I need to go to this. This is for my work. This is really good for me, but I cannot get out of bed. My partner ran me a bath. I made it from the bed to the bath just. Um, and then I continued to sit in a bath for about two and a half hours because it was the only thing that made me feel better slightly. It didn't take all of the pain away, but it just relieved it ever so slightly that I did not want to leave the the bath. It was making me feel better. Why would I want to leave something that's making me feel better? Um, And then after a while I got out because my fingers were going wrinkly (laughs) by this point. I was like, I need to get out of this bath. Um, And I felt better for an hour or so. Mind you, while I'm having all this pain and this flare up, I'm Googling things. I'm spiraling. It's not a good time. I had lower back pain, I had pain in what I thought was my ovaries, I had really like stabbing pains in my lower abdomen, Um, distended and bloated which was very normal for me but it was accompanied by all of these other symptoms that weren't normal for me and I started googling them and I came across endometriosis which is also why we did an episode on it but I spiraled and convinced myself I had endometriosis. And I'm not saying I don't because I don't know that and I should go and get tested for it and should start that sort of process to eliminate other things. But I spiraled and I spiraled for a good week and that wasn't good for my anxiety or my stress because I was becoming more and more stressed, more and more anxious, more and more bloated because of this. Mental health affects gut health so much. like It is actually crazy how much... Your, your mental health um, and negative mental health can actually impact your gut and how it works and your digestion and all of that. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, I really stressed out about that. I spoke to some people and then convinced myself further because my symptoms were very similar and I don't know what my period's like because I've been on the pill for 10 fucking years. I don't know what my natural cycle's like, what my hormones are like. So yeah, I spiraled. So that was good. Um, And then the following week, so that was about two or three weeks ago. And then last Wednesday night, I had a full-on mental breakdown and this isn't the end of it so like strap yourselves in so this was last Wednesday night it was it was last Wednesday night no it wasn't it was two Wednesday nights ago so two weeks ago I had a f- mental breakdown to my partner I don't know why I don't know where it came from but I just had this sudden realization that what I'm living with is chronic I've lived with it for six or so years now which may also be why all of these emotions like came onto me like a tsunami like literally engulfed I was engulfed with emotions that I couldn't handle. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I just came to this realization of, fuck, what I'm dealing with is not normal. It's not okay. It's painful, but it's pain that I've learned to deal with. It is my normal. And when I realized that, I was like, I just broke down. I couldn't breathe. I was just crying. And I was like, why me? Um, You know, all those sorts of thoughts. Um, I don't know what it feels like to feel normal. I don't know what it feels like to wake up and not feel bloated or in pain or worried and stressed that as soon as I drink a glass of water, I'm going to pop and look like I'm seven, 6 months pregnant. Like these are the thoughts I have every morning. I never wake up like going to the beach or even just like being in front of the mirror knowing that as soon as I eat something, I'm going to be bloated. Um, I'm going to feel yuck. I'm going to feel tired. I'm not going to have energy. And this is just stuff I've learned to deal with and it's I've become accustomed to and I don't really, unless I like think about it a lot, it's become part of who I am. It, it's not something that I actively think about that often until I do and then I realize how chronic and debilitating it is. Um, and it's not even the worst thing, and and but I'm not I'm not someone that's like oh just because my issues aren't as bad as yours they're not an issue and they are an issue it's it's something I'm dealing with, and I acknowledge that other people have chronic conditions and chronic conditions that affect them worse that where they can't get out of bed or they can't hold down a job I'm lucky enough that I can do those things, just not as well as a super duper healthy human without any of these issues would. Um. And I'm aware of that. So, yeah, I had this massive mental breakdown. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Obviously, I was spiraling about endo. I couldn't do the diet anymore. Um, like, I honestly could not handle anything else being thrown my way. And, of course, it does because bad things come in threes. And But, you know, let's just keep throwing curveballs, universe. Let's just do it. Um, so that night, I decided the next morning to message my nutritionist to be like, look, yo, I cannot do this diet anymore. It, is, it has wrecked my mental health something chronic like I can't do it is there medication I can go on to kill this bug to kill this parasite instead um all those things and I started eating normal I haven't gone out and binged on alcohol or binged on sugary food I've pretty much kept my same diet but I'm just having bread now when I want it pasta now when I want it pizza now once a week if I want it it's not restrictive I'm still having like a smoothie for breakfast I'm not going out and, like, buying all these snacks because after doing that for, like, a month and a half, I lost my... I lost those addictions, which is probably a good thing. I was really addicted to snacking, and now I don't snack. And if I do snack, it's on something healthy, which is awesome. Um, It definitely taught me and showed me that I was really addicted to some things, which might have been a good thing. Um, But, yeah, for the cost of my mental health and the way I've been the past couple of weeks, I definitely wouldn't go through it again. Um, So yeah, we're working with that. And surprisingly, I've had no pain. I've had no bloating. We're getting there. Um, I'm still pretty anxious. I'm still pretty mood-swingy, but that should balance out soon. I'm also coming off the pill, so that's a whole thing that I'm going to uh, document. Um, And that's something I'm really stressing about as well. But yeah, there's a lot going on. So all of that happened. I started feeling better. Um, I was eating, like, well um, and not stressing about that. So at least one stressor had been removed. And the fact that I wasn't bloating, I was like, yeah, things are looking up. Things are looking good. Until two or three days later, my Facebook gets hacked. (laughs) I was literally getting into the swing of, like, creating content again, being super-duper excited. I had a podcast lined up with a special guest. And then on a Thursday night last week... My Facebook got hacked. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had your Facebook hacked or a social media account hacked before, but, the, but it is so invasive. It feels, you feel useless, hopeless, especially with the hacking that happened to me. So if your social media account gets hacked and they just change your password, but they keep your email, it's pretty easy to get back into it, right? You quickly hop on, you act fast, you get a code sent to your email and you change your password stat. Okay, That's what I tried to do. As soon as I got the email from Facebook that someone was logging into my account, I literally ran upstairs, hopped onto my computer and tried changing my password. I got to the page where I could change my password. And by the time I submitted that password, I'd been locked out. Like the next page was me being kicked out because they'd changed the email. So they went in, they swooped in. I'm pretty sure my partner and I think it was a computer because it was so damn fast They swooped in, they changed not only my password, but also my primary email. So I could no longer receive uh, codes to my email because mine had been removed. They removed two-factor authentication or changed it to theirs. So I couldn't receive a text. Uh, I couldn't do, I couldn't generate a code. I was hopeless, like hopeless. I couldn't do anything. I had the biggest panic attack. It it's so scary. And it, the thing is, it wasn't even my main social media. It wasn't my YouTube. It wasn't my Instagram. It was probably the best, for lack of a better word, channel of mine to get hacked because there's nothing really on it in terms of my work. It is, yeah, it's handy being invited to events and messaging family that, you know, don't text or whatever, of course. But it wasn't that big of a deal. But that night it was. And it, oh, It was a lot. It was so much. Like, my body was finally getting better and then I had this stress attack. My poor cortisol levels would have just, oh, they raised the roof. They shot through the roof to the sky, to the moon. Ah, whoa. I've never felt that stressed or anxious in my life and that's coming from a very hard month. Also, forgot to mention, in that month, I lost one of my best friends to their partner, which I'm never going to go into, but I lost a someone who I thought was a really good friend um so I went through a lot uh, I lost a lot and I was dealing with emotions that I felt maybe once a year almost every day <laughs> and then my Facebook got hacked uh yeah. So my partner came over, we were trying absolutely everything. Let me tell you, Facebook does not have a helpful help center. It's a shit center. Oh my God, what a shit show. You would like go to, I've been hacked. And then the only thing it says is, oh, if your password, if your password was changed, you must act quickly. But they don't account for the fact that if your email is changed, you cannot get back into it. There is no Contact number, there is no live chat there. You feel helpless, honestly. You can submit a few um, help forms and then they may or may not get back to you in a certain amount of time. It's very unclear whether or not you would get your account back. And at this point, like Fraser and I, which are trying everything, Um, I was getting my mates to report my page because, as someone trying to be me, reported as I can't get back into my account. And the thing is, the scary thing is, I'm not even someone that didn't have privacy features activated. I had everything activated except for being able, uh, having like a select five or so friends that can get you back into your account. I hadn't set that up. And that is my own stupid fault. But I wasn't silly. I had many different things set up. They got in and they deactivated them all. And it was just one of those unfortunate situations where I couldn't do anything. I was helpless um I have got it back now which is why I'm talking about it so calmly and able to explain what happened otherwise I'm sure I'd still be stressing about it but I have a contact that works at Instagram and I work pretty closely with her every month and I was like oh look Facebook owns Instagram I'll give it a shot she might know a gal and she did know a gal (laughs) bless maya she is amazing. Um, I told her what happened. She got back to me within a day and was like, "What? I'm so so sorry. Send me the dates. We'll get someone onto it ASAP." And they did. And within three days, I had it back. Um, and they were incredible, honestly. Um, but I feel like if I didn't have that contact or if I didn't know someone, I would have been fucked. I don't think I would have got it back at all. And that sucks. And It sucks that you actually need to know someone, like there's not a help centre there that really tries to help you. Actually, speaking of, we felt so helpless on that Thursday night that we called the police. The first officer we spoke to, oh, could not have been less helpful, basically told us that we should get in contact with someone that's good at computers, like aka hacking. And he said he couldn't do anything until a crime had been committed, which I understand, but hacking is a crime, but... Anyway, um, it was pretty much a cop-out. And then our last resort was to go into an actual police station. So Fraser and I go into this police station in Geelong. It's like 11.30 at night on a Thursday night. Exactly what we want to be doing before Fraser's birthday on the Friday. Oh, God. And we spoke to this guy. Um, He was actually so great. He listened to everything I had to say, wrote everything down, went and spoke to the cybercrime people at the back and unfortunately he did come back with bad news he was like look at the, at the moment there is nothing we can do because we a crime has not been committed they haven't tried to um use your account elsewhere or anything and I was like oh. it was kind of like a kick in the guts but at least he didn't dismiss it he actually tried his best um and he got all my contact details in case something did happen so I could call them and then they could get straight on to it um so yeah we kind of went home pretty upset I was still pretty stressed um about it because it was like it was just the unknown of are they going to go through my messages are they going to start messaging people I had no like bank account details or anything linked thankfully or anything like that in Facebook but they had access to my account they had access to my messages I didn't want them to start posting things or removing things or like it's super duper stressful and scary Um, so that was happening and yeah the next morning I had a message from Maya and she started working on it and after that I felt a lot better and I was like okay I'm gonna get it back it's just a matter of when until <laughs> I'm not done I'm not done I'm not done um so my housemate and I were sitting out the front on the Friday morning catching up having a powwow telling her about my night and I get an email from a company saying thanks for your purchase 125 US dollars I was like, cool, well now they've committed a crime, they've got my fucking bank details. How the fuck do they have my bank details? And I went and I logged into my bank account and there was no money taken out. And I was like, there can be a delay. Like I kept refreshing it. All my money was still there. I was like, okay. And then I checked PayPal and PayPal was fine. And then I checked Afterpay and Afterpay was fine. And I'm going, okay. And my housemate sort of questioned where it was addressed to. And I was like, oh, it's coming to my house. And she was like, well, why would someone buy something with your money and then get it sent to your house? And I was like, you're exactly right. Now, this is a company that I do work for every month. However, they never send an order confirmation because we do not buy anything. They just send us contra, like they send us clothes every month and we just promote it. I never know when it's coming. We don't receive a tracking number or anything like that because it just arrives. Um so I emailed them immediately, and I was like, "Yo, is this a mistake? Because I lowkey like I didn't buy anything." Um, and then she replied, and she's like, "No, no, this is just for inventory. Sorry, like it's a new thing we're doing." And I was like, "Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. I I got hacked on Facebook last night. I just got I just freaked out. I thought maybe they'd gotten to my account too somehow." And then they were so apologetic, and like, "So sorry. We should have said like this is a new thing we're doing, and it's just for inventory." They are now sending out emails um, of the content that we are receiving. So I guess we can prepare for it, know when it's coming, all that good stuff. Cool. (laughs) Um, yeah. So that was a major freak out. Now that was the last bad thing to happen. Um, it was pretty hard to get the account back. Like it was very back and forth with Maya, but she tried her absolute best and they were all hands on deck for about three days. Um, and I got it back on Tuesday night this week. Um, so it wasn't even gone for a week, but it was very stressful. Um, and yeah, now I'm just like back to my little bit of anxious here and there. Um, scared to come off the pill, but also excited to see what it does or doesn't do um, with me and my emotions, my period, what that's like when it comes back, whether I get acne again, grr. Um Yeah, it's a lot. But I thought I would just update you guys and I wanted to talk a little bit about pressure to upload and pressure to be consistent. I just posted something on my Instagram about it. Um, I just rambled a little bit for those who don't listen to this, but I just wanted to thank you guys for not putting pressure on me to upload constantly. The whole time I've been away, I've received nothing but positive messages from you you all know that you all knew something was wrong even before I admitted it. Um, you always seem to. You know me better than I know myself. I swear. Um, and yeah, there's just so much pressure to, as a social media like as a content creator, there's so much pressure to provide, to entertain, to upload consistently and stick to a schedule and. And the algorithm and, oh, what if you fall behind? All other creators are uploading all the time. And if you're not, you look bad, like you look lazy. And there's so much pressure and a lot of it comes from within. Like I put so much pressure on myself to be consistent, to upload great content every week and that's good to have because without that you would lack motivation you would be lazy and you probably wouldn't get anywhere unless you're one in a million who just uploads one video and it goes viral and people love you like that just doesn't happen you don't get famous overnight you don't get you don't grow a fan base overnight it takes hard work dedication consistency so much there's so much in that um, social media cocktail to be successful um which is why yeah, I put so much pressure on myself and all of the pressure that I have been experiencing is honestly coming from me and the community, like just the idea of social media and content creation. None of it is coming from you and I want to make that very clear. Um, I'm also not complaining because I love my job. I love being able to work from home. I love the flexibility. I love being able to work from anywhere Um and like working with new people and brands and the opportunities the opportunities I receive that I never would in any other job are amazing and unreal and a dream and I would never ever change that for the world but I do want to acknowledge that there are hard days or months or weeks and it's not all sunshine and rainbows there are like any job there are downsides to it it can be lonely as hell especially when I'm going through all of this and I can't just go and distract myself and go to a nine to five and then come home and and stress about all this. Like I'm at home in my own room stressing about life and not being able to separate life from work and then go into it and film a video, record a podcast because I had so much going on. Um, so yeah, but we're back. Things are improving and I have so much planned for YouTube and, the potty we have a good 3 episodes lined up now so we have at least 3 weeks of content and i have a few other people that i've scheduled in to or penciled in at least to record with um but yeah that's pretty much been my life for the past month or so it's also why i haven't been uploading um and yeah i guess i just wanted to fill you in on that uh not leave you not keep you in the dark because i would hate to do such a thing um But yeah, I'm okay. I'm doing okay. We're recovering. Um, We're going to be going to a lot of doctor's appointments soon and getting to the bottom of whatever this is or isn't. (laughs) But yeah, I guess I just wanted to let you know that not everyone is as good as they seem on social media. It is such a facade. Um... And i try to be as transparent and real as possible and obviously i share when i'm and obviously i share whenever i'm having a bad day um i should have taken pics crying because i would have had about 50 million um but i i never think of it in the moment because i'm just too stressed and broken (laughs) um but yeah i just wanted to let you know that i haven't been doing so great but we are on the up and content is going to be coming out of every orifice very very shortly um that's pretty much all I have to say. It's been a lot. It's been a hot minute or 12. Um, Yeah, I'm glad to be back. And I can't wait for the rest of season two. Eek! So many spicy episodes to come. Just you wait. I hope you're all doing so well. And yeah, thanks so much for listening. Leave a review, of course, if you haven't already. And I will give you a shout out. I'm not doing any shout outs in this video because I felt it was a bit too somber for that. Um, but I'll be doing my normal shoutouts at the end of the next episode as per mother and usual. And yeah, I'll talk to you guys on next week's episode of Topics of Taboo. Bye!